Welcome back to the White Gray Black Weekly Manga Podcast. My name is Bruce, the producer of the White Gray Black YouTube channel. This week will be a bit different, uh, as I am forced to fly solo this week. My PNP, my partner in podcasting, Gautam, is unable to podcast this week due to some very normal, extenuating circumstances. So it's just me for an hour or so. Uh, if you don't know what this podcast is, this is a book club for manga. Uh, by listening, you're a member. Congrats. We're talking about weekly published manga here. Uh, this week, I'm going to go over to the best of my abilities, the launch of two major U.S. digital manga publications. Uh, the difference between them and why one is amazing and why the other isn't. Uh, and then I would also like to cover chapter one of the new series, Do Retry, by Jun Kirarazaka of Bone Collection fame, and I want to spend a little bit of time covering uh, Koe no Katachi, or A Silent Voice, which I fully read this last week. So let's get into the news. First of all, Kodansha, the publisher of K-Manga, which we'll talk about later, uh, has released the winners of the their manga awards. Now they have three, uh, three different categories: shonen, shojo, and general. Um, we talked about this not too long ago, maybe a month, a month and a half ago. Um, the winner for the shonen category is Shangri La Frontier by Ryosuke Fuji. Um, Gautam talked about this a couple of weeks ago on the podcast. So if you want to know a little bit more about it, go track down that episode. Um, and give it a try. This is, from what I understand, a not really an isekai. It is a lit RPG, RPG lit, is that what it's called? RPG literature, essentially. A guy goes into a game, wears a bird ahead, uh, and it's a lot of sort of the, the gamification story, but I've heard really good things about Shangri-La Frontier. Um, I'm looking forward to reading it. It's definitely on my planned read list. So, yes, that's the winner in the Shonen category of the Kodansha Manga Awards. Uh, in the Shoujo category, the winner there is a teen pregnancy drama called My Girlfriend's Child by author Ao Mamoru. Um, I have also heard about this, mostly on Twitter, from uh, from people I follow Reading it, I, I don't know much about this. I've just heard that it is good. So uh, check that one out. That's the shojo winner. Um, and then the general winner, not really a surprise here, I would say, is uh, Skip to Loafer or Skip and Loafer by Misaki Takamatsu. Um, we talked about that, again, maybe a month or so ago whenever we talked about the nominees. Um, that's a pretty good little series that, again, planning on getting back to um, the funny thing here, actually, in these three categories, if you remember when we talked about who was nominated, um, Kodansha, who is a manga publisher, nominated some series that were from other publishers. For instance, in the general category, I believe Akane Banashi, which is published by Shueisha in Shonen Jump, was nominated, but... Almost to the surprise of no one, but kind of a funny, uh, funny little twist here. Uh, Shangri-La Frontier, My Girlfriend's Child, and Skip to Loafer are all Kodansha manga published by Kodansha. So, uh, giving themselves a little pat on the back there. Kind of funny, I thought that they would uh, nominate non-Kodansha manga and then give all three wins to manga that they published. I mean... That's the smartest thing you can do for your own publication, so why not? Uh, anyways, that's the Kodansha Manga Awards. Um, go check those out. I believe all of those are available on their new app, again, which we'll be talking about later. Um, 
This is news just for me specifically. Uh, Fire Force Season 3 has been announced. Uh, I'm a big fan of Fire Force. Uh, and the current video I am working on is about Fire Force. So that hopefully will be the next video you will see on the White, Gray, Black channel whenever I finish it. After I finish learning After Effects and how plugins work and getting all the right plugins and doing it, I'm about halfway done with that video. And it's taken me a while. I've had some, some hang-ups. But I'm having fun doing it. So yeah, Fire Force Season 3 coming soon. Um, we... I assume that will still be by David Production, although they have not announced who the studio is. Um, I believe David handled uh, the both the first two seasons of Fire Force. Uh, they're maybe more notably known for adapting most of the JoJo parts, maybe all of the JoJo parts. Um, but yeah, I don't think that they're doing anything right now, so my guess is that they're actually working on season three of Fire Force. Um... Okay, let's get, let's not spend too much time on other stuff. Uh, actually, let's do sales stuff real quick. Um, pretty typical, can we zoom in here? Yeah. Nothing too crazy. This is for the month of April. Spy Family is on top. Uh, Blue Lock in second. Oshinoko coming up third, although my guess is for May, Oshinoko will probably be number one. Um, because Oshinoko has been selling, like, hotcakes after the anime premiere, and it's got 11 or so volumes out there. Uh, Chainsaw Man at 4, Kingdom at 5, Detective Conan, we'll mention that in a little bit later, uh, Slam Dunk at 7, and everything else is, uh, is pretty typical One Piece, although I don't think it had a, uh, volume published in April, is, yeah, it did not, is, is actually heading up number 10 there, so that's, that's a little interesting. Um, Okay. Done with sales, let's talk about the big thing on everyone's mind. Let's talk about the Viz Manga app and K-Manga. Um, first, let's talk about Viz Manga. Uh, because I don't think I want to start this conversation down in the garbage, down at the dumps, down in the gutter, talking about what, as we'll see, is, is a pretty garbage app. Um, let's talk about the good one. So this is the Viz Manga app from Shueisha. Uh... You might be saying, I already read manga on Viz. What are you talking about? I already have a subscription, right? They have a $3 subscription to read Shonen Jump stuff on there. Uh, this is something I've paid for for two or three years now. Um, but no, this is slightly different. This is essentially, these are Shueisha properties that are not Shonen Jump or Jump Plus or... There's maybe one other Jump magazine that they publish that's included in that, but this is all the other stuff, and it's a lot of other stuff. Um, this, you'll notice we didn't report on this last week. Uh, we didn't report on this any time in the past months. That's because this was essentially shadow-dropped on us, I think, on uh, Monday or Tuesday night at, like, midnight. Like, I th I'm pretty sure I went and looked at Twitter at midnight and saw a tweet from the... Uh, the president or CEO of Viz or somebody talking about launching this app. Um, I'm going to guess that they launched the, the Shadow app there because of the one we're talking about later, of K-Manga, which launched, uh, I think, a, a day later or maybe the same day as Viz Manga launched, um, right here at, at the beginning of May in 2023. Um, there's some really good manga included here. Uh, so let's let's just kind of start with that. Um, 
tons of stuff to check out. I'll just, I'll mention it. If I have any other feedback, we'll go through it. Uh, Komi-san, that's pretty popular. I don't love where it's gone, but there's 400 or something chapters of Komi-san. They're all on there. Uh, Insomniacs After School, which we've, Gautam and I have talked about recently. That's a great series. All the chapters of that are on there. Persona 5 manga is on there. Uh, Case Closed slash Detective Conan. I believe they have something like 900 of the 1100 chapters of, of Detective Conan on there, which is, uh, which is crazy. I still call it case closed. That, that's what they're calling it. Um, yeah, and that's, I mean, of all the manga published ever, case closed is one of the most popular, one of the most universally praised. So that's on there. Um, Tony Kaku Kawai, which is also called Fly Me to the Moon. That's on there. That's a more recent romance. I want to say it finished or it's, no, I think it's ongoing, but I might be winding down. Um, Zom 100, Bucket List of the Dead. That's a new one. That one got fan translated for a couple chapters and then they hated an arc so much that they stopped translating it, and no one picked it up. Um, but hey, here it is, officially translated, all the chapters. Uh, Fryrin is here. We have talked about Fryrin historically a lot. Fryrin is, I would say, the best thing that was published and started published in 2021. It won some of our awards. I think it won the best arc for... Uh, the El Dorado arc last year in the awards that Gautam and I give off here. Um, Fryrin's one of the best things being published. That's getting simulpub now there. Uh, Black Lagoon is there. That's very popular. Uh, Bukurano, that is a mech series that is darker than you would expect. It's not your typical mech series. Um, I've seen some of the anime, but not all of it. Uh, might check out the manga now that it's right there at my fingertips. Um, I think almost everything published by Inio Asano, that is including things like Uyasumi Poon Poon, Goodnight Poon Poon, and uh, what is it, Dead Ends, DDD Demons, DDD Destruction, that series, that's on there. Uh, curious to give that a check out, that's on my plan to read list. Um, Doro Hedoro is on there, that had a 3D anime that was pretty, pretty well liked, the entirety of that is here. Firefighter Daigo... Uh, we talked about that on the podcast a few weeks ago as being an award-winning or maybe award-nominated series. Uh, that's here. Uh, what else? Golgo 13. Uh, it's here. I want to say they've got maybe 26 or 30 chapters. I'm trying to remember. Uh, Golgo 13 is actually the longest-running manga of all time by time. So that started getting published in 1968, and it is still being published to this day. Uh, Golgo 13. So that's, that's interesting. That's on there. I don't think it's all of it, but I, I want to say it's probably a, uh, a good chunk or they'll be catching up later. They have said some of the things that are missing chapters. Like I mentioned, um, Case Closed earlier was missing some chapters. They have, I think, tweeted and announced that they're going to be filling those in, uh, in the past. Uh, let's see, what else? Uh, Inuyasha is here, and also just a ton of shoujo and jose that I'm not super familiar with is here. I've seen people tweeting about, uh, Basara is something I just saw everyone just going wild about, which I think is an older shoujo, maybe adventure action, or maybe it's just a, a sort of Shainen, Seinen, uh, series, but Basara I've heard a ton about. I'm super interested to check that out. That's on my plan to, to read list now just because it came out, um, Mag, is it Magi or Magi? Magi, I guess, is what it actually is. Uh, that one's had a long-running anime, long-running series. That's on there in its entirety, as far as I know. Uh, my love story is here. Nana, Ranma One Half, Revolutionary Girl Utena. 
those are all in there. Again, if I mention something here and you don't hear me say otherwise, it's probably the entirety of that series. Um, stuff like Nana and Ranma and Revolutionary Girl Utena, those are finished series. Those all finished a decade or more ago, almost, I want to say. Uh, yeah, so yeah, you just go and they have the complete series to read, which is, is wonderful for people like me who really like to just read a series all the way through straight to the end and, you know, get the full story out of it. Endings are great. Um, we also have Tekon Kingcrete and Ping Pong. Uh, those are both by Tayu Matsumoto. That's one where the anime kind of launched him into the limelight. Um, Tekon Kingcrete was a movie that came out, man, 2005, maybe 2010, something like that. Uh, somewhere in that. And then the Ping Pong anime, yeah, was 2012, 2013. Lots of people uh, loved and adored that. This is the manga version of them. Both of those, again, completed stories. Um, Uzumaki is here, and there's a couple other Junji Ito stories, so if you like Junji Ito, I don't think it has all his complete works, he's written a lot, um, but does have a good chunk of them. And finally, Yokai Watch apparently is also here, so, you know, if anybody uh, happens to have grown up or still likes Yokai Watch, you can now read it. Um, how could I forget good old Yokai Watch, uh, a staple? So anyways, as you can see, there's a lot of good... A lot of good stuff here, but this is what really makes it a good reading app. You can go and read all of that for $1.99 a month. Just a subscription, you pay the fee, and you read everything they've got. This is the same way that Viz runs the Shonen Jump side. Uh, the Shonen Jump is $2.99. Again, I have played, I've paid for that, so... Essentially, if you are a Western, well, Western, potentially only U.S., I don't I don't remember the exact limitations on this one. Uh, I, th I think actually this is only U.S. for now. Uh, publication rights are a hell of a thing from what I've heard following uh, other authors and things. So this is only U.S. for now, uh, but, you know, there, there might be uh, some very prudent networking you could do. To, to get access to it, right? Just, you know, very practical necromancy. Something like that. Use a VPN. Um, anyways, yeah, $1.99 for all of those. And I mean, like I said, you're getting 900 chapters of Case Closed. Uh, all of Insomniacs After School and new and new Simopub chapters. Komi-san. Simopub chapters. Uh... Yeah, I mean, this this blows my mind that they can do this for this cheap. Anywhere else, I would expect a subscription service with this much stuff. Um, other com DC and Marvel have done comic subscriptions that are kind of like this, where you get access to kind of a huge backlog and current uh, digital Simu pubs, and they're usually in the range. I want to say Comicsology is like twelve or thirteen dollars. Um, I subscribed to the DC one years and years ago, and I think that was you know, five or eight dollars. Uh, this is a dollar ninety nine for all of this. So if you want to read Shueisha Properties, you will now be paying five dollars a month for everything, which is, in my opinion, cheap. Maybe too cheap. Uh super reasonable. I launching this at a dollar ninety nine to me is insane because they could have launched this for fifty percent more. They could have launched it for two ninety nine and said, hey, Shonen Jump is $2.99 on our page, and now the Vizmanga app is also $2.99. Um, additionally, there is, I believe, a mobile app you can read this through. You can also read it on desktop. Uh, it's just, I mean, it's just great. This is, this is exactly what Western 
publishers, not even just manga publishers, I would say comic publishers, uh, maybe not book publishers, but subscriptions should be cheap and you will get more people using them. You will get more people advertising for them. I mean, there aren't that many of you guys listen to this podcast, but I am here talking up Viz Manga in a way that is essentially free advertising for them, right? They aren't paying me to do this. I wish they would. If you want to pay me, whitegrayblackbusiness at gmail.com. You can email me and certainly I will advertise for you. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is this is great. And I think that when you price something in at such a low price like this, your initial buy-in is super high. And honestly, if they raise this in a month and they're like, oops, sorry, $1.99 is not enough. We need $2.99. I, I don't think anyone, no one would bat an eye. No one is agreeing to $2 a month, right? To $25 for a year subscription to this manga service. And if they raise that by a dollar, who cares? Now it's 30, now it's $35 a month, right? $36 a month. Still, it's insane. Um, this is super smart. Tons of good stuff to read here. Uh, the big win here that I can see is definitely, uh, definitely shoujo stuff. Um, sh I follow a lot of these shoujo creators on Twitter because that is, I mean, they're, they're manga creators and I am interested in what they have to say because I'm not that directly involved in the shoujo circles, but they, they are pretty vocal and adamant about the availability of shoujo in the West being just, I mean, compared to shonen being so much so much lower, so much harder to get a hold of. Um, and I would say like somewhere between a third to half of everything this Viz manga app is offering is shoujo. I, uh, scrolling through the, the listed things there, there are, um, there's a lot of them. And so I definitely think that they are the big winner here. But I mean, also if you're just into more, um, more sort of adult seinen, or even just shonen romance type stuff from these other magazines. I mean, Insomniacs After School is super wonderful. Um, Tony Kaku Kwai, Fly Me to the Moon, I've heard tons of good things about. Um, Fryron being on there is great. Fryron is, is a saint, and that's, again, like I mentioned, one of the best things, one of the best things I've read in the past couple of years. Um, Yasumi Poon Poon, that's a sort of a very adult series. So what I'm saying is, if you're an adult woman... This costs $2, and there's a lot for you. Uh, but, I mean, this is something I have already picked up, already paying for. Um, I pay for the Shonen Jump side of it already, even though I probably shouldn't because I'm mostly just reading uh, new published and not necessarily going back and reading anything. But if I ever did want to go back and read it, it's fine. So, yeah, so that's that's the Viz Manga app. That's a, uh, that's a bright spot. Um... And I'm happy to talk about it. I'm happy to, like I said, essentially advertise it. I think it's a great deal. I think everyone should get into it. Let's talk about the uh, the ugly elephant in the room, and that is Kodansha's K-Manga app, which we had talked about previously. Um, I think maybe there were some leaks that it was going to be sort of a coin-based system. Turns out that's true. Uh, again, it came out, I want to say a day after the Viz manga app or maybe even the same day, which is why I think Viz was incredibly smart to release then. I, I want to say that they may have even pushed up their release to match with K-Manga just to, I don't know if it was to be mean, to be bitter about it, to put them out of business. They're not going to put them out of business, but, uh, yeah. So anyways, uh, 
the other side of the war uh, is just a slaughter. Uh, the K-Manga app is doesn't do much right. I will, I will, I, as gracious as I can be, it does lots of bad things. But why, why is it bad, Bruce? You might be asking. Uh, in, in, in the words of a, of a great bard, let me count the ways. Uh, this is, to start, only a mobile app. Uh, when I was trying to go to the site just now to look up, uh, I just wanted to see, you know, can I see a list of their series? Can I see, you know, what the pricing model is? Oh, I'll go there. I'm on my computer. I'll go through a browser. Nope. You cannot go through, you cannot read manga on Kmanga through a browser. Uh, you can only do it through the mobile app, um, which is not, that's not great in my opinion. I, I'm sure there are other people, but I'm one of these people. I like to read stuff, uh, large. I like to grab pictures as you see for the podcast, um, you know, fair use and all that. Uh, this is not a good, I mean, why not offer it also on desktop? I understand why it is cheaper to develop only one app than multiple views. I literally work in technology doing exactly this kind of thing. So I do understand it. This is worse for the consumer. So anyways, yeah, this is, this is only a mobile app. Um, which is not great. You're, you're seeing some pictures now of the mobile app up on the screen that I took from my cell phone. Uh, apologies for being sub 50%. I know that bothers some people. Um, another thing they're doing wrong, and I don't have pictures of this for obvious reasons, but um, another thing that they're, I've seen people on Twitter calling out uh, is that there is some heavy censoring in certain series. Like, for instance, the um, example I saw listed was early on in Domestic Girlfriend, which is a an adult series. There is, uh, multiple people with active sex lives, sex scenes, etc. Um, it's censored in certain, in certain scenes, uh, and not tasteful censoring, right? Not, uh, not little blurry, you know, pasties and like that. I'm talking like big boxes pasted over everything, but faces, stuff like that. Um, again, you are paying to read these works by these authors and they are being censored. I, I understand why they do this, um, this is mostly a response, or you call it a workaround or something, to uh, to mobile app sellers, managers, whatever you would call them. Mostly this is about Apple's limits on adult content through their app store. Um, I believe that Android doesn't have the same severity, but maybe has some similar... Uh, similar locks on it, but Apple is pretty severe about not having adult content listed uh, on their app. And because you can download Kmanga app through the App Store, I believe they are saying, well, well then we cannot offer uh, full adult content. We have to censor this. So, understandable, not a great angle. Um, here's, I think, the big issue. And that's that this is not a subscription service. Uh, this is a point or coin based system, uh, similar to if you've ever played a gotcha game, uh, or, you know, a gotcha game or any, I mean, if you've ever played Overwatch works like this, uh, Apex Legends, um, a lot of these things where it's like, you aren't, you know, it's not going to tell you, oh, to read the next chapter, it's going to cost you 25 cents or 50 cents. Nope. It costs 49 coins and 148 coins cost 99 cents. You do the math. How much money is that? It's about 34 cents. And this is garbage. Everyone hates this. Nobody likes this. It's awful. Now, it does give you some free chapters. You generally, I was clicking on series. Um, I have the entirety of Fire Force, which is awesome. I clicked there. It said you have six free chapters. Um, after you run out of free chapters, 
then you get, I think you have to use tickets to unlock and you can earn tickets by watching videos, which are ads. Um, I don't know how many of those you can get, but I, I didn't want to try it because this is already garbage. I didn't even want to, uh, didn't even want to put my fingers in, in this, in this, this awful pool of sewage that is the K-Maga app. Um, yeah, chapters, then chapters have to be marked with a ticket in order to read them with a ticket. So some of them aren't marked with a ticket, I've noticed. Uh, usually I think it's the early and the later chapters, but yeah, and here's the other thing. When you're using your ticket or coins to, I, this might only be with the tickets, when you're using your ticket to unlock a chapter, you are renting that chapter. In this case, I'm looking at, uh, what am I looking at here? I think I'm looking at Blue Lock. Yeah, this is Blue Lock, which I just was using to, to try out the rental stuff. Um, you're renting a chapter for three days. You get one ticket every 24 hours, and you can carry a max of one ticket. So there's no storing up tickets seven a day and going and reading on the weekends. I mean, it's, I, what can I say? This is just garbage. Don't. If you're curious about it, go and check it out. Maybe read some free stuff. I will say, I think... I think that if you are a a light manga reader, for instance, if, you, if you're only reading... I don't know, maybe you only read Blue Lock and, you know, one or two other things every week. Um, I think the app is probably fine for you. I don't think you'll have any problems. I don't think you'll have to spend any money to read the things you want to read. Uh, if that is, if you are a sort of a caught up current reader, the thing is, if you're already caught up on all these series, that probably means you were reading fan translated, you know, fan translated versions, which are featured for free on the other blights. So why would you move from a free version that's going to release assumedly at or near the same time for a version that's paid, especially if you, I mean, any series with a big connected story, people are going, oh, remember, you know, five chapters ago when X, Y, and Z happened, uh, you're going to go and go back and try to grab those those pictures and stuff. And, you know, I'm going to try something here. I wonder, I wonder if, uh, da, 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 my page, what do I have? Um, I wonder if it lets me take screenshots of, of stuff on the, or if it blocks it. Can't take screenshots due to security policy. That was something I assumed. I also think this is dog shit. I hate this. Um, I understand why. I understand the protection. It is stupid and bad. Um, why is it bad, you might be asking. Again, from, I mean, even just from the advertising standpoint, allowing allowing there to be pictures taken, I'll say it in the most internet simplistic way as I can. This allows memes to be created. This allows people to share the work around. This is free publicity. Because I went to Fire Force Chapter 1 and tried to take a picture and could not, this means that I can't create content around Fire Force Chapter 1. Um, or if if I wanted to try to, I would have to go and get it from somewhere else. Uh, and like I said, those other places exist. But yeah, I mean, th that's not all. There's there's more. There's more. Uh Again, read the particular... Yeah, watch... Here's here's like I was talking about, the watch a video to read free, or you can purchase points. Uh, there's a newcomer special sale. Wow. Um, I need 69 more points to read Chapter 51 of Tokyo Avengers. It's... 
Uh, it's just so depressing to even talk about and go over this because, man, especially after Viz dropping their subscription model for $2, um, essentially, let me go back, yeah, to the coin value here. Uh, like you saw, I needed, I needed 69 points to read that chapter. Um, I say, okay, well, how much money is that here? 148 points is 99 cents. That is about 50 cents a chapter. Um, I have seen some chapters up to, I want to say 130, 140 uh, points, which is around a dollar a chapter. That's not good. If, if you wanted to read all of Fire Force, which I think is a great series, and let's say they're all that 69 cent value, uh, just because it's, it's a meme number and it's funny, it's going to cost you something like, you're going to get six free chapters, and then you'll get one ticket a day. It'll probably take you, I'm trying to think of how long it took me to read Fire Force. Maybe three or four weeks to read it. So maybe, let's say you get 30 free chapters, six free chapters to start. There's 304 chapters in Fire Force. So you're still paying $150 probably to read all of Fire Force. And you don't own it. And a lot of those are, are rental chapters. You can't go back. If you paid with one of the tickets, you can't go back. I, I don't know if it is the same kind of time lock if you're using coins to read it, but uh, you can't go back. You can't take pictures of it. You can't create content around it. Uh, you can't make a TikTok reacting to how cool it is. You can't do any of that because this manga is, this manga app is bad. This is not the way to do it. Um, and this is similar to, um, this is similar to the Square Enix app, which came out a couple months ago. Um, they also had, both of these also have a, sim a similar issue of splitting, they will split chapters to make you pay twice, especially for stuff that's published uh, less, less, uh, less often than a week, right? Anything that's maybe monthly published that they've got. Um, those chapters are generally, you know, 30 to 50, maybe 60 pages long even sometimes. Um, yeah, they're going to break those up and charge you multiple times. Or if you're using your ticket or your free reads, instead of getting one chapter for a free read or one chapter per ticket, you now have to spend three tickets. Or it's a dollar fifty to read a chapter a day or whatever you want to say, right? It's just nothing about this works. I hate everything about it. Um, yeah, there, uh, additionally, here's another little note I have. There is some verbiage in the agreement that when you sign up or maybe when you rent or buy that says that if you don't read or log in for a certain amount of time, I want to say it's like 60 days, um, that you can simply lose access to your account and all the manga you paid for. It's This is bad. This is No one wants to pay a dollar to rent a chapter of something for three days, read through it, and never be able to go back again. Um, this, this loss of ownership in the digital age is... This is a bigger issue than just manga. Um, but historically... I mean, specifically in Viz's case with uh, with Viz Manga and the Shonen Jump apps. Again, I I am I am also simply renting access to it, but assumedly I can go back and read anything I want. Now you also can't can't take pictures there, so that's that's a thing. But uh, you know, I I'll, I'll give them a pass on a couple things because it's two dollars. It's two dollars to read all that stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, this is just, I, I've made myself sad. This is this is very disappointing because I think, I mean, in my opinion, after Shueisha and the sort of Shonen Jump, Jump Plus line, Kodansha probably has the second best listing in manga. They, I'm going to go through some of the stuff they have on this app in a second, um, and you'll see, they you'll, you'll recognize a lot. Um, and they have a lot, they do have a lot of stuff listed on the app. So, 
Uh, if, if you think there's a way for you to, to, to use this and if, if you think it's worth your money, reevaluate your life, I would say, or, you know, be inspired by one piece and become a pirate. And you, you know what I mean there, because art should be free to an extent to support creators. Anyways, uh. Wow, yeah. Okay, I made myself sad. Let's let's talk about some of the good points here. Um, yeah, the only good point is there's a lot of manga here. So if you were looking for a specific thing, if you're not one to go and sail the high seas or you don't like fan-translated things and you're saying, hey, I really, really wanted to go read, uh, I don't know, Ace No Diamond, right? Um, and there's nowhere to read it. Well, they've got Ace No Diamond. You can go, you can read it all. It is... You know, it's legal, it'll be expensive. I'm pretty sure that's a very long series that'll probably cost you four or five hundred dollars to read it all, but hey, it's there. If that's the kind of person you are, uh, let's do it. Um Let's talk about some other series on here. <sighs> Fire Force, I mentioned, um, I think Fire Force is great. Fire Force is one of the best completed shonen I've ever read. Uh maybe second to Full Metal Alchemist, which is Shonen, Seinen Split. Um, Fire Force is a straight-up battle shonen. Super good. Like I mentioned, I'm making my next video on that. Um, so I have been engulfed deeply into Fire Force. Uh, I will I will shill for Fire Force and Okubo, the author. Uh, very good. Um, Domestic Girlfriend, I mentioned, is on here. That is a interestingly well-written series for the first third or so, and then it is absolute garbage, but super fun read. Um, Seven Deadly Sins is here. Ace No Diamond, Koi no Katachi, slash A Silent Voice. Uh, I'm going to talk about that in a little bit because I just got done reading that. Um, Attack on Titan and all the spinoffs are here. That's probably a big one. Um, Fairy Tale, To Your Eternity, uh, Run to Girlfriend is here if you're a masochist. No judgment if you are. Uh, Quintessential Quintuplets, which is actually a really good romance series I would highly encourage people to read. Ranger Reject, both of those by the same author. Uh, Your Lion April, Bakamonogatari, which is has a sick manga version. Uh, Initial D, Beck, Blue Lock, Noragami, Cells at Work, Vindland Saga. Um, you've heard these names. These are very popular series. A lot or most of them with anime adaptations. Um, and they're and they're good series. I mean, Vindland Saga, Noragami, uh, Bakamonogatari. These are good series. Kodansha does not have bad manga listed here. I mean, they do, uh, but I'm just not going to call them out here. Um, Blade of the Immortal. Blame exclamation point is a good one. Um, and then probably the greatest shoujo ever written, Chihayafuru, is here. Uh, and that's a hard one to find physical copies because, again, the sort of other other alternative that I haven't really mentioned, mainly because I don't participate in it uh, particularly much, is you can buy these physical copies. Um, the problem, I mean, and the physical copy, I would say, is in general a better alternative to the K-Manga app. Why? Oh, let's say you wanted to read all of Chi Hayafuru. Um, that is a monthly published series, I believe. Uh, so those chapters are 30 to 50 pages. A volume's going to have anywhere from maybe four to six or seven um, chapters in it. And a volume is going to run you anywhere from 10 to $20. Uh, maybe even a little bit cheaper if you can find it on sale or at a clearance or if someone's trying to sell off wholesale, which a lot of these uh, manga collectors do. So let's say you want to read 10 chapters of GIF Room. Well, cost you anywhere from maybe $20 to $40 or you read it online, 
it's still going to cost you $10 and you're not going to have access to it forever. And you're not going to have something to display. You're not going to be able to go back and read it. You're not going to be able to take pictures of it or show it to other people or let other people borrow it. Um, I'm a big proponent of physical copies. I think that is by far the best way to support the authors and things. Um, I am not much of a collector of a collector myself. Um, I am much more interested in simply consuming the art and not necessarily owning it. That is just a personal preference, but yes, again, so some of the other series, we'll get back to that. Uh, uh, Shangri-La Frontier, I wrote Sag-Grilla Frontier because my spelling is bad. Shangri-La Frontier is here. We mentioned that as a winner. Um, Sweat and Soap is a good one that a lot of people like. Um, Wotakoi is a great adult nerd romance. Ajin. Blue Period, Parasite, these are all very good. I've seen Parasite anime. Ajin is super, I mean, he has one of the greatest bad guys of all time in manga. Um, Medalist is is published here. Um, I talked about Medalist only through the last two or three weeks of the podcast. Check that out. Um, that's a wonderful series. Super happy to see that it's now available in the West. More people will pick it up. Um, Ghost in the Shell and all the spinoffs featured here. Gachiakuta, which I brought up, that's a really cool um, that's a really cool battle shonen from an assistant of Okubo, who does Fire Force uh, and Soul Leader. Um, but yeah, one of his assistants does Gachiakuta. That's a super good series. Uh, very interesting premise there. Your boy Kong Ming, that anime popped off last year or sometime. The, the, the manga is here. Tokyo Revengers is huge. All its spinoffs are here. Uh, Witch of the Beast, which I've talked about, uh, I feel like for like a month straight, but it's just such a cool series. That's also here. So... Yeah, there's a lot of really good shit here that you can read. Uh, it just sucks to read. And it sucks to have to pay so much for it. And it it sucks that a better version is sitting, you know, right over there on, on the Viz app. Now, uh, the K-Manga app has more series than that new Viz thing. But again, I, man, I cannot... Boy, I cannot stress enough. Just please, please don't pay money for this. Please, please, please. If you're interested in reading something, check out the first couple chapters. Like, I think this will be good to get people into stuff. And then probably they'll look at the price to read more and they'll transition, like I said, to a, to a One Piece lifestyle, to a, to a Yo-Ho-Ho pirating, you know, fan translation, whatever you want. Why? Because most people are not, I mean, me particularly, if I get into reading something, I'm reading a lot, right? I'm reading... 10 or 20 chapters a day until I'm done or caught up. Um, I've done that with virtually, you know, every, I, I read the entirety of Silent Voice in this past week. Realistically, I read it in about three or four days. I believe Silent Voice is 62 chapters. So let's say I got five free chapters and then I had to read 58, 57, pay for 57 chapters. Even if they're 50 cents each, I've spent $25 reading that series. And I don't own it and it'll be taken away from me. And I, if I don't log in for 60 days, they could just take away my access and I wouldn't be able to read it all. So, yeah, I'm at this point, I am repeating myself, uh, bouncing off my wall, saying the same things over and over again. The K-Manga app sucks. The Viz Manga app is great. And I would highly suggest you go and pay $2 for that. I would highly suggest you do not pay $2 to read four chapters of Blue Lock. Um... If you cannot if you cannot see the difference in value, I believe Vizmanga advertised they had something like ten thousand new chapters coming up for two dollars, or or four chapters of Rent a Girlfriend for two dollars. You make the decision where to spend your money. I will not 
I would I will say that I will not tell you how to spend your money, but I, I kind of have been, and I I'm begging you not to spend your money on K Manga. If this app fails miserably, they will either change the way the pricing system works and leave these things available, which is the best case scenario, or they'll take it down and we can all go back to reading things the normal way, <laughs> quote unquote. Um, so yeah, that's that about does it for coverage of of those two apps that. Yeah, that's the big news this week. That's the big thing to talk about. That's kind of the main focus. Um, I hope that that gave you a little bit better understanding of what's going on with those. Um, that being said, let's not go through an episode without doing some talking about manga. So let's talk first. I just want to talk about Koei, Koei no Katachi. This is by Yoshitoki Oima. Uh, this is a silent voice. A lot of you know this. There was a Kyoani movie that came out in... 2016, 2017, maybe. Um, a is it is a wonderful brief adaptation of this uh, 62 issue run. Um, wow, this is a incredibly powerful, well written story. I don't, I don't know if I've seen a better representation and diversity of flawed characters that you are still, um, you're still rooting for, you're still interested in, you sort of obviously understand their flaws while at the same time realizing that their flaws are human and understandable. Um, if you have not heard of this, a brief premise of it is the uh, Shoya, the boy, if you're looking at the cover here on the right, and Shoko, the girl, Shoko is deaf. Um, and she, when they are in, I want to say sixth grade, uh, Shoko the girl, the deaf girl, transfers into the class. Uh, Shoya is a bully. He's just sort of a regular shitty little kid who you know, has his friends and bullies her. Um, he bullies her. He, it all kind of comes to a head pretty quick. And when he, he rips one of her hearing aids out and hurts her, and that leads to him getting ostracized by his class and in return being bullied for the next essentially five years. Um, and this really fucks Shoya up. Uh, this like drastically changes who he is. Um, Shoko transfers out of the school so he hasn't seen her. And the story picks up after that when um, this is, I mean, this is pretty early on. This is maybe like chapter six or seven, but Shoya essentially has like worked to pay back um his mother paid for the broken um the broken hearing aids that he broke while they were in fifth grade so he works part-time jobs for years he pays her back plans to go and apologize to shoko and then go kill himself it, again it is it is dark um it is dark and adult he does not do that he meets shoko he kind of befriends her they start hanging out and this leads to a sort of ever-expanding cast of characters who are all, again, like I mentioned, these kind of flawed, these understandably flawed characters. Um, you know, one of, one of my favorite understandably flawed characters is Shoko the Deaf Girl's mother, who you learn, I mean, a, a good deal about. You learn that she thinks that it it would have been one of the reasons that she moved Shoko, the deaf girl, into the school and was sort of not okay with the bullying, but kind of, you know, not pushing back against it was um, 
that she thought her daughter was too nice and always just said sorry when people bullied her. And she was desperate for her daughter to um, grow a spine, so to speak. I think that's the way she would have put it. Um, She wanted her daughter to uh, defend herself and fight people off because she sort of has this opinion of the world that the world is is bad and will try to beat you down and if you aren't aggressive and if you don't fight back the world will just run over you so she tried to put her daughter in situations that would have forced her to fight back her her daughter didn't still didn't fight back she didn't understand that um so again Shoko and her mother are very are very disconnected but you through the telling of this wonderful story you understand the mother and all these characters and why they're you know, why they're, you know, so fucked up. So, and, and they aren't so fucked up. that This is not, um, there's not, there, there's not like abuse. There aren't super severe things going on here. Um, the sort of worst thing that happens is kind of the bullying. And honestly, like, maybe the worst thing that happens is the, uh, the hearing aid getting ripped out. There's like some blood on screen. But other than that, I mean, it's pretty much just sort of like, it's a very it's very focused on character building and character development in a way that that's the story, right? The story is these characters apologizing for past actions, trying to grow, trying to be new people. Um, and yeah, and like every single side character has some amount of character growth. It's all excellently written in sort of a simple, understandable way. Um, and it's great. I, I super love this series. I'm super glad I read it. Uh, it was suggested to me, I believe, by Gautam when we talked about the movie. He said, oh, you should read the manga because the manga is even better. And I agree it is, although the animation in KyoAni is is pretty wonderful. So, yeah, that is Koi no Katachi, uh, A Silent Voice. That's all I'll say about that. Give that a read. Again, it is on the K-Manga app if you want to check out this, the start of it there. Um, but, yeah, let's talk about... Uh, let's go back to Viz. Let's go back to Shueisha. Let's go back to Shonen Jump and talk about... The third of the new series for the spring here. This is Do Retry by Jun Kirarazaka. I believe that we mislabeled this as Dry Retry or Durai, I don't know, Durai Try, something like that. Uh, this, it, the English title of this is Do Retry. Um, this is a weird, this is a weird little thing. I didn't hate it, but I also didn't love it. I'll start off. It is about uh, this boy in post- post-World War II Japan, so sort of in a reconstruction, rebuilding time. Uh, and it, So, uh, the, the, the main character here has, his dad goes off to war, his dad doesn't come home from war, we assume he's dead, my guess is he's going to come back into the store at some point, because that's what Shonen does. Um, yeah, these are the first few pages, and this is this is one of my problems with this, Boy, howdy, I've got a strong heart is such a fucking lame-ass thing to say. It's so shonen, it's a power friendship bullshit, and I hate it. And this is, I think, my biggest issue with the series. Um, His dad tells him, I've got a strong heart on this next page. No matter what, keep your heart strong. What does that mean? What does it mean to have a strong heart? Maybe they'll explain it to me. I think it's stupid. I think it is... Is juvenile in that kind of that kind of perfect world, altruistic, be good type mentality. You know, if someone just tells you, be a good person, do good things, I, I also find that to be pretty lame, stupid, and kind of 
shonen, uh, just like lame shonen tropey. Because what it, what's good is so different from person to person. Anyways, back to do retry. Um, the main character. I think the, my big issues here. I think are the be, keep a strong heart, be a be a good boy. And the main character was pretty. Uh, I mean, he's kind of one of those go-getter, rough-em-up types, but very uninteresting. Um, I found his younger sister more interesting. I found most of the side characters more interesting. Uh, it didn't... Again, I, this absolutely isn't the worst first chapter I've ever read. I also didn't think it was very good. The art, I thought, was just okay. Um, it looks kind of like a million other things look like in Jump and Jump Plus, uh, which... In today's day and age, I don't think is a good thing. I, I we've mentioned in the past, the worst thing you can be is forgettable and boring. I think the art here is forgettable and boring. Um, I didn't super love any of the action paneling, although there isn't much action. Um, I did like the way that they represented the, you know, the Americans bombing Japan, and like is the wrong word. I thought the way that it was it was depicted and displayed, as you can see on Strange, I thought it was. Um, interesting, tasteful in a sense, and for me especially as an American, um, to see it from the other side, which is not to say that I haven't in the past, because I have consumed lots of media that is from the Japanese point of view of of World War II and post-World War II, etc. Um, I just thought the way they handled it here was sort of, uh, was interesting, right? They, they go through it pretty quick, we get into post-war era, the kids grow up, um, Again, it's just kind of, uh, there's, it's just more of a tropey mess after this. Now the main character is, oh, his little sister is sick, so he has to go and do something. This is, I mean, I've, we've seen it a million times in Shonen. It's not interesting. It's not good. Um, here's another panel. It's, I, I'm saying my heart is stronger than yours. What does that mean? What does that mean, June Kirazaka? I don't know. I don't understand. I hate this. Um. I do think that even though chapter one was maybe not as strong as it could have been, where it ended up was more interesting. So, uh, main character gets picked up by what I assume is underworld Yakuza uh, sort of mafia woman um, and is shown, hey, we do underground boxing. You threw a mean hook that I saw you. Uh, she has interesting character design. She's this girl here in the eye patch. Um, so, I can see this maybe picking up after kind of a, a mediocre or lame chapter one. I, I don't know. Um, as always, I will always try to read, you know, the f uh, general first volume amount, six to eight chapters. Um, this one, I, I don't know if this is worse or better than the, the last one that premiered, the Assassin one. I think it's, it has different problems and different strengths, I would say. Um, I think the I think the side characters are all pretty great. Again, I like the girl. I like his sister. Um, I thought that the American soldier stuff was good. I didn't like the MC. I don't like this power of heart bullshit. Um, but I it was some of the kind of the same issues with the uh, with the last one that premiered. Anyways, I can always hope it gets a little bit better. M maybe there's some other angle here that we haven't seen. Um, I, again, just as an American, I thought it was interesting. He interacts with, uh, the main character interacts with the American occupying troops a little bit and like ask them for chocolate in English though I can't speak good English so I thought that was interesting I as an American I think it would be cool to see more of that but I don't know how deep uh how deep into that they'll go I'm going to assume the the Americans will just be bad guys in post-war uh Japan or 
an antagonistic force at least, but uh, we'll see. That's that's Do Retry by Jun Kirazaka. So though it's just me, I'm still going to do uh, one more thing because it's too big not to talk about. Um, I am recording this. It is 10.49 p.m. on Thursday, May 11th. And that means that we are about an hour and 10 minutes away from The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom unlocking. And me play that. Boy, I am excited for this. Um, I would say that Breath of the Wild is is one of, if not the most well-designed games I have ever played, in my opinion. Um, I would be happy. Come at me on Twitter or in the comments of this video about why you hate rain or broken weapons, and I will describe to you why no other decision could be correct. Breath of the Wild was amazing. I have been reading the reviews and seeing the preview stuff and watching the previews for Tears of the Kingdom, and apparently it's even better, which seems unfathomable. So my excitement there is great. I'm pretty much going to go and immediately check to see if it came up at 11 <laughs> in a couple minutes here. Um, but yeah, that's... Uh, that's going to be for this for us this week. Um, next week, Gautam should be back, so there'll be uh, a little bit longer, normal-sized normal sized episode. There'll be more back and forth. Uh, if you're listening and this is the, chat, this is the episode you decide to start on, uh, keep in mind, usually not a solo podcast. Usually there will be other uh, dissenting and conversational voices who are very good. Go check out the other episodes uh, if this is the first episode you're watching. So um, after all that, thank you, as always, for listening or watching. Um, don't forget to check out my YouTube channels. Uh, you can search White, Gray, Black on YouTube. I am the top result there. Uh, that's my more curated manga content. Uh, if you want to see the VODs of the podcast, they are on WGB Weekly Manga Podcast. There's always a couple of pictures I put up for all the stuff. If you're interested in that, if you're not interested in that, you can always listen to the podcast. We're on most of the major podcast providers. We're mainly, I mean, mainly Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Those are the two big ones. Uh, but you can also get us through RSS feed and a couple other places. Um... Uh, and please, if you would like to support us, the best thing you can do is like the video, subscribe to the channel, uh, subscribe to this channel. This is on WGB Weekly Manga Podcast. Go subscribe to the White, Gray, Black channel. Um, like the uh, like the podcast on Apple or Spotify. Hell, give us a review if you want to. That I know that that helps out a lot. I haven't asked for that in the past, but really the best thing you can do for us is just give us positive reinforcement through the platform that we're using. Um, if you want to support us even more, there's a Patreon. Uh, that's over at patreon.com slash WGBmanga. Uh, there's bonus episodes there if you like us enough to uh, to want to pay us just a little bit of money. We've been talking a lot about payment there, so keep in mind... Um, Patreon allows you to do, you know, to set a minimum and then you can, you can contribute anything above that. I think my minimum is set at like two or three dollars. So with all that leftover money you've got from spending uh, only two dollars getting Viz, the Viz Manga subscription, maybe, hey, go throw me your other three dollars on the WGB Manga Patreon there. So uh, anyways, like I mentioned, check me out on Twitter at WGB Manga. Tweet at me if there's something you think we should be discussing, if there's some news we're missing, if there's new series, old series, other things you haven't talked about, uh, hit me up there. I'm always, I'm literally always on Twitter because it'll just notify me on my phone. Um, yeah, as always, thank you so much for being with us this week. Please come back next week and don't forget to read more manga. Just not on the Kodansha K Manga app. Please don't read it there. Read more manga in a different place. Cool.